Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Hello and welcome to Inspirado Projecto. It is 3.06 p.m. Today is, in fact, March 16th. March 15th was Jenny's birthday, my sister's birthday yesterday. Um, <clears throat> so tomorrow, Thursday, um, I'll be going out to meet up with the guys to go up to Napa. We're driving up, we're driving through. Napa show is on the 18th, and then the day after that, we got a show in Monterey on the 19th. So I probably probably won't be home till the 20th. So, um, what you're about to hear here was March 6th, and uh, when Yachtly Crew played at the Midnight at the Oasis, they call it the Midnight at the Oasis, um... Well, it's sponsored by Caballeros de Yuma. I'm not sure how long they've been around for. It's not saying here how long they've been around for, but they've been around for a while. And uh, huge. All these old cars. All these old cars. What you're going to hear is um, a conversation between John, Kian, Kyle... And is that it? And myself. And we are sitting inside of the trailer. The Ali Crew trailer. Which, by the way, they picked up an even bigger one to accommodate all our instruments. So the, we're talking inside the Ali Crew trailer. And this is this is one of those conversations where it's a choose-your-own-adventure conversation. Since there are two conversations happening simultaneously, this slightly reminds me of the play that I was in, Balm and Gilead. Balm and Gilead takes place in this old diner with these um, prostitutes, alcoholics, drug dealers, uh, drug fiends, etc., and so forth. And um, in this play, there are you know four or five different conversations going on at once. So this is this is one of those kinds of episodes where um, where you get to peer in as if you're in there listening to it with us. And then, sh- and then, um, shortly after this episode, I'll release another one, which then has uh, an interview with one of the guys, one of the top guys, with the Midnight at the Oasis. That's that. All that is coming up the next episode. This episode is going to be more of a variety thing. Um, Because what you're about to hear now is not going to take up the rest of the podcast. There's more to come. It's always something just waiting around the corner. You never know. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Right, right. Kyle Smith was yeah, like, posted a video. Like, and like, what's up, Kyle? Say what's up to the fans. Like, what's up, fans? Go buy some merch tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
Instantly that day, like 10 new followers, a bunch of interaction on my page, all because of that. I'm really glad that it's living now. Now, it reaches a crazy point. I, I did a film. Thing where I was like just filming like a behind the scenes haircut for my buddy and like anyway the artist was a massive artist right like totally massive artist he he does like Arabic English rap uh, combined like and super cool so we have three minutes he did a live stream just like and like I was just in it. My name was never said, uh, not my handle, nothing, right? Hours later, there is like a clip from some page but we can from have like, ready you know, to go. like the Middle East or whatever, and like, uh, because they had like, oh, you know, had tagged me, and, and like, they, like, they yeah, found out who I was through a live stream. Like just because, Instagram or something? Yeah. So they so all of a sudden you got people like, just by image of being in this Because you're associated with it. So right, like the idea of sort of accents and piggyback writing on the success oh, yeah. of this thing that's already going on, right? right? So but, it's like, yeah, so no one cares, who's taking photos, but it's like because this artist is so huge, it's like, connect them well, if he's taking photos, who's he? But it's the truth, I mean, that's really how you got like it, and then, yeah, so, the, when the I wear a Yachty Crew shirt, or I wear yeah. my laminate around town when we're not on tour, it's my town, it's, it's only, so all, you, all, does all it seem, or you seem to come across people who are wearing Yachty Crew in your area, often? Dude, my mom's been to your shows, before I ever started working with you. Your parents are so awesome, I could totally see both of your parents in. It's always exciting for me to meet the parents of my friends, because I get to see... Who my friend is made of, I can see it right there. And I look at the, the personality of the mom, the personality, personality of the dad, and I go, oh yes, you know, Kyle does this like his mom. And, oh yeah, he's got his dad's nose or his, his mom's mouth, or and you make that Frankenstein. It's always exciting for me to be able to do that. I know it's well, it's, uh, it's actually like a really cool thing to see. It is very cool. I had three friends who are brothers. I had a lot of fun last night. Different ages, no and they, they, you know, I remember just being over at the house and looking at the mom and the dad. And looking at the brothers and like going, oh my god, that like young brother has the mom's eyes. Yeah, sativa is the lighter one. The darker stuff is like indica or hybrid, but mainly indica. The other container has the sativa in it. Oh, got it. That was stuff I hit first. Yeah, this guy right here. Look at you guys. You guys are characters <laughs> in the whole in the play that's unfolding here on Earth, um, as they call it. other wax. They're all playing characters. The, only the very light stuff is sativa. Everything else is hybrid or indica. And it's going to be an indica hybrid anyway. So. Wow. <laughs> You're all playing characters. We're all playing characters. <laughs> what? We're all playing characters. What the fuck does that mean? In the whole play. This whole play. This earthling play. We're we all, all just have characters a role. In it. We all got a role. And it's depending say. on what kind of uh, energy and vibes that we're putting into our specific avatars at that moment. You know, imagine playing Grand Theft Auto and actually being... Responsible for the emotions that that character feels. So, like, there are role-playing servers for Grand Theft Auto, where like you can be a police officer and like someone speeds past you, and then you go pull them over and like you like talk to them. Maybe the perfect video game because it puts you into their perspective. It gets you the idea of going into this person's shoes. It's cool. What was the name of that? Grand Theft Auto. I'm telling you, there are role-playing servers of Grand Theft Auto Five. What, like mods, right? I mean, it's not a mod so much. I mean, some of it is because like, I know you actually fill out the ticket and everything. 
like as the cop. Oh, dude. Okay, so what's interesting was <laughs> because like too much. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, bro. Listen, the great they go really deep. Man, like man, even man, computers, man, even internet stuff, cost. you could do within with Grand Theft Auto now. I did, I did it. They always go when they did so what New York or something. If you I live in a place too that like. The story looked sick though. Like let's say you live in a place where it snows like six months out of the year, seven months out of the year, you just can't do shit. It, that's what those are the people doing. Oh, see if they have oh, time, they got nothing but time. Lots of imagination, yeah. you know. That's the best time to use the imagination. white until all you want to oh, see okay. is color, so you have to stab your wife. Yeah, it's Sorry, interesting because in those <laughs> moments where you, you, you are forced that's to be with yourself, that's because that's right. all yeah. you have, like number four, it's all you have a requirement of hanging out with every single day, every single moment is you. You're the only it's person so who's required to hang out. The only required. You're the only person required to hang out that person. So, what are you? What is that person doing to benefit you? What is that Kyle doing to benefit your time hanging out with him? Because you're you're actually looking through his eyes. You're a multi-dimensional spiritual being, as I am. As we all are. That's why I was playing with the idea of the fact that we're all characters and we're avatars. You know, we're all in big video games. So, you know, as a lot of these spiritualists talk about, they say that we we actually manifest our own realities. So, if that is a real hack, you know, within this video game, if that is a real program that can be played within this video game, let's say, for instance, like they do for Doom, where you can, you can um, design it, disguise it like they're stormtroopers instead of, you know, zombies, monsters, or whatever. You're like, boop, 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 boop. You, you hack it, and you go, okay, there's stormtroopers jumping, and like, or maybe you go, oh, I'm putting an evil dead hack, where they look like, you get, like, sword, like, power members of the evil dead cast. Almost like a Mortal Kombat type of RPG. It's like, okay, if we know from this moment forward that we are far greater than these avatars we're pretending to be, and just try to figure out what these feelings are like. And it's kind of like reality, because once we wake up to the fact that we're all spiritual beings playing this game, we are also able, what goes along with that, able to see through the social constructs, every single one. I don't know about you, ever since I was probably your age and even younger, I always question the social constructs. Weddings, proms, you know, whatever, any sort of occasion. I went to like middle school dance, and they maybe twice. Ne- not a single high school dance or prom yeah. or anything. I, never so hard and I, I just never went. So and you I, and I know, what nothing. school was it that you yeah, did go to a dance at? What school was that? That was my mid-hockey. So did you dress up? Okay, so this is good then. This is good. What did you dress like? Did you dress like how you thought that maybe people were expecting you to dress? Or did you dress in your own style? Did you, what would happen? Yeah, I like wore my best clothes. Yeah, I my best at the time, but like, I really yeah. wanted to it's so funny, but it was like, even just now, what I, I wore every day. Really it's just my favorite, my favorite outfit. Yeah. I wore my, my favorite yeah. outfit. Not what I thought would impress anyone else. So you, was like, you designed it to your yeah. own yeah. self, right? I, was like, I look best like this. Yeah. I'm going to go out like that. Dude. It's funny. And it's funny to think about being like 12 or 13 and like going to a dance. Like I'm going to impress a girl. No, no, no. But listen, we don't know anything more than that at that point. All we know, like imagine like, okay, let's dial in a handshake to young Kyle, 13 years old. What did Kyle know back then? What he learned from his parents? What he learned from kids in school? What he learned from the elder, uh, older kids in, 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 in uh, your neighborhood? Movies? Books you read? That's it. 
Yeah. 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 So imagine yeah. elevating that to like today's modern times is the same thing. Choppy. Now if we whittle that down to only things or only information is stuff that comes from intuition, our own hunches, our own thoughts, what would that require? It would require us to shut off the news. It would require us to shut off Netflix subscriptions to Amazon one, and one, only just being able to go in the direction of what, what is available yeah, to yeah, us. Because what happens uh, is, I think I think I think Plato or Aristotle, now, he said, uh, I am more free now than I've ever been before. And this yeah, was because he was in, he was in jail for speaking his own opinions. He was in jail and he said, I'm the most free than I've ever been before. You can look at something like that and go, why are you free? Why do you feel free in that situation? Well. You have such yeah, a, like, a huge yeah, amount of limitations. Like Basically, one, number one, two, you're like stuck in this jail one, cell. What are you free to do? Oh my God! Did you get a new Xbox? You you know you know what happens? Overcompensation. Exactly. And now there's this overcompensation of ideas and going. Okay, if all I have right now is my ideas, now I get to choose what ideas I get to have. Do I, I have a and that could that could pull in any number of things. That could pull in. Okay, I'm gonna listen. A lot of times, probably there's people think about their past, think about their history, memories of the past. So now they're confronted with that. That's a demon in itself. Anyone think you can go? That's a demon because now they're stuck with their own self, their own mind. Within that situation, now they can go. Am I gonna be held a prisoner to this, or am I gonna allow myself to open up? Oh, have a key and unlock resistance. It's really what it is. is to like, I feel like the plan is to try to get rid of as much resistance as possible. Whatever that is, regrets, feeling terrible. That's why it's important for us to forgive ourselves, forgive others. Once we do that, now we've got rid of a lot of resistance. What are we? What are we left with in that moment? We're left with moving forward. Forward in what direction? Something that satisfies us. Something that's preferable. Something that gives us excitement. Something that gives us joy. And the more we do that, like I've been thinking so much lately about us right here creating a whole side project. There's a whole thing that nobody has to know exists. Okay. I have. I. An alias of music. Like combination of musicians because they wouldn't be like. Because of the different variations of the style, they wouldn't naturally meet. None of us would be like meeting in the water, but, but by design, in this band, it'd be creating what we want to create, and not. And, and also, what's beautiful is it would it would challenge our egos to be recognized for our product. So then, what happens within that? So imagine, just like Aristotle or Plato, within that prison. It, anonymous is basically, in a sense, a prison because you're not getting that street cred, you're not getting popular, you're not getting people going, oh, great job. But what you are in freedom is to do what you want to do. And nobody judging you on past projects that you've done or directions you've ever declared of going in. No one holding you accountable. You now get to be an entity. So imagine, because I heard you're talking about the cool thing is that you create with people through just the internet. I have Ableton. I'm trying to learn Ableton. I know he knows Ableton. He probably knows Ableton. And the fact that you have to find on the because to plugins on my tracks, I really just write like a bunch of stuff and then I'll turn it on for one month. 
you know, imagine the, and, and this is no way to like compare anything to the Beatles, but like imagine like what the Beatles did with Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. I brought up to these guys. Yeah, yeah dear, us creating that, like outlandish, no holds barred, like, okay, what ideas do you have? What ideas yeah, do you have? What ideas do you have? What I, ideas do I have? Because I had the crack button. And it's like, the Mercury crack level. When you come in, come in with an idea, you go, what can we do to service that? He comes in with an idea, what can we do? Same thing. And when that happens, it's like, oh my god, now everybody's lifted up. And realizing my voice is heard and uplifted and contributed to. So now that's exciting me to go even further and farther in my ideas, because I know that it's going to be accepted. Oh my god. So imagine if we create this side project where nobody has to. Nobody has to know. Because there's a service called Music Digi, and I have one song. It's called the Face Palm Theme Song. It's exactly one minute. I originally created it for TikTok, and I made a music video for it. And I thought, wow, this is such a fun song. What if I signed up for a service, so I did my research. Like discovering all the different services out there that distribute to TikTok. I wanted my music to be able to dis be distributed to TikTok and Instagram. That, that's, that was my requirement. I just wanted that to be possible so that anybody could find it on Instagram and go, there it is. It's going to be my soundtrack. Oh, TikTok. So I just wanted it to be as available as possible. But then I top that this place, Music Digi, every year I think it's something like 50 bucks. But it's unlimited unlocked songs. You've got to be, you've got to be plugged into BMI. I'm like, either BMI or ASCAP. ASCAP actually costs something, BMI is free. So we all just get BMI. Whatever that group is, you put all the names in there. Come up with the In fact, that fun area is at least like high to even more obscurely. That was like one of the now, depending on what service we use, I would say TikTok because dude, they come out strong with my writing skills and like who knows? I don't know. Saying like guys could have that, we simply grow upon literally here like the difference. All the skills that we got, and just keep going. Like I do ukulele. I have a you know like little box that is like what's that called? That's a certain instrument. Yeah, I forgot. I don't know the name. Jaw harp. I know the jaw harp. I know how to jaw harp slightly. So imagine if we were to go. It's completely the funny thing is crazy. Is possible, like, or we're not going. To, well, that's not going to be marketable. Oh, nobody's going to like that. But simply going, did a week. You know what? Ohio loves subject, and then you took a test. Let's do that. What can we do to service that? Dude, uh, the one week that I like truly missed by doing that, live from the most pure or like live project, live or just like. What we're doing now, the, the music now that we're sending out to each other is just to get a kick yeah. out of ourselves for simply doing something like this. Oh my god, Kyle's gonna get such a kick out of this, or oh, Kian's gonna get a kick out of this. Oh my god, he's gonna get a kick out of this. Oh my god, he's gonna get a kick out of this. Yeah, and then he goes, oh my god, no way. And he adds something up, boom, sends it to him. I go, no way. Oh, and he sends it to him, and we're like, what the fuck? Because I've got movies coming up. Dead. Yes, uh, they already have some like, musicians are plugged into, but my yeah, joy would be always, you know, like give me something to do. It it exactly. There was a song that we created that sounded so like a horror film live, and then uh, and I present uh, this to the producers of this new horror film that I've been working on for like four years before quarantine. We were trying to raise funds, but then quarantine happened. Bam! Now we're raising funds again. We already have a hundred thousand of two hundred thousand budget. Budget is two hundred thousand. 
There you go. We have a guy who's who's done like special effects for all these different movies. He's charging sixty thousand dollars. I was trying to find the picture of the to do these special effects, like like. Uh, special effects that are so bleeding. gross and outlandish uh, I was getting a that my buddy, the director and writer, uh, want to do. This guy, Jim O'Hala, is like, yes, I can do all of that. The other one that we have love to do that. I've never done that. I'd love to do that. But it would cost me and my team. This is guy whole team. 16,000. Okay. Okay. So then what do we do? In one day, we shoot all of those horrible special effects in one day. We just get them yeah, out of the way. Okay. 16,000. Okay. But then there's all this other stuff. It's like how much to pay for the camera people, how much to pay for catering, how much to pay for you know whatever. And the thing with it is, is that everybody will get 150 bucks a day who, who's working on this movie. Yeah. But I really want to do this. Start this song, set up, set up. Started early. I want to get six hundred fifty. Five fifty. Didn't somebody send something in the chat? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it says five thirty. These guys are great. Yeah, but they started early. Did they? By in an hour, about 15 minutes. Yeah, it's 4:15. Yeah, 4:15. Yeah. So unless we have a sound check, wait, unless we have a sound check. The very no. first opening band, Sir. No. Serpent. Somebody already sound checked. Yeah, that was uh, Maybe the one sound before us. Now this is Serpent. I think this is the people that are gonna be playing. Yeah, Beach Boys. They played last time we were here, actually. Such a great intro. Oh my god. Beach Boys. So you use, what do you use to send music? To be honest, not a huge fan, but you know. To send music? I, 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 I use like, I mean, I have to send it through email and send it. Yeah, but what do you use? What program? Uh, GarageBand. It's better than Bumble GarageBand. Yeah. It's all... I gotta learn how to add one music into it that I just sent. So I know you had that, that and fucking uh, country. I know you have Ableton. I have Ableton, Logic, and Pro Tools. What else do you? What, I what have music? Pro Tools and Logic. Do, do you guys have GarageBand as well? I have GarageBand, yeah. GarageBand comes. Oh, I guess so, yeah. I have GarageBand. He uses yeah. GarageBand. I'm trying to learn Ableton, but I'm thinking, because he sends music off to his oh, buddy. I've also, uh, and I know you one. You make your own music, Persona yes. Studio One as well. You can record your own music. What I'd like to do is... It's just like any other dog. He and I were brainstorming about the idea of us just creating this whole side experimental project that's purely anonymous, purely anonymous. Nobody knows it even exists. <laughs> what this does is, except us, except us, that? except us. So we use so, and I found a, a little bit but project I found a program. Yeah, it could be called Project Anonymous. But uh, uh, anonymous, maybe the Y is an X. You know, anonymous. Yeah, so can we all wear Guy Fox masks too? Please, please. At least the guy with the mustache. So maybe it's a That's cross between Fox seven. Mask. Right. So maybe it's a Guy Fox mask. It's the uh, Mr. Robot, and it's the. Money Heist Mr. Mask, Robot. which is the Seven Dolly. What if it's a cross between all three in a one? That'd be cool. And we become that mask. And I'm thinking, if we do this anonymous project and we all send files among each other, what this does is nobody has to know. We don't even have to talk about it to anybody except us. And then Get to it. there's a sub. There, there's this particular. It's called Music Digi that I use, and I've and I've sent a song to, and it, and it goes out to TikTok, goes out to Instagram, which means anybody who's on TikTok or Instagram to, can use that music. But this particular service, I think it's like fifty bucks a year or something. You credit everybody. 
And what happens is, oh, and BMI. It's important to be a part of BMI. Yeah. BMI, but BMI is free. ASCAP is, it, it costs something, but BMI is free. So once I learned that, I, I registered my song, the Facepalm theme song, just as a joke, just as a joke, the Facepalm theme song. And I went through the source and I found like, I mean, it's like the most big time vocabulary song, but it's one minute. And so I go, just as a joke, let me see what I can do and seeing if it's available on TikTok and Instagram. Sure enough, it is. So knowing that there's this service and it's like 50 bucks a year, you upload as many songs as you want. And it goes out to all these different places, all these different places. They, they post it all out there. Amazon Music, iTunes, it's on iTunes. So this is what I was thinking. We oh, do a like side a project. Thing, like a yes, and we send, we send files to each other. And, and it's whatever we want to do. There's no limit to it. Send it could be, yes, we send files to each other. I'm confused on what you mean, like... Music files. So we're all contributing. Yeah. Yes, please. But yes. why do you need to pay somebody $50 for that? But it's Maybe to distribute. Don't. That's to distribute. That's to distribute. Okay, so you're well, separate things at the same Yes, time. I'm sorry. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm blending two things. Okay, so right now, just for right now, I'll just talk about the collaboration aspect. The distribution aspect is on a side, in which I've already kind of investigated. But, but I'm thinking, if, the th if, if, if we just send files to each other, we, so we treat it just like improv, which is yes and. So you have an idea, and all of us do what we can to service that idea that you have. Then you have got an idea. We do everything we can to service that idea. The same thing for every single person. Well, well, I mean, you can easily stumble in the dark. I mean, on the next like bus tour, I mean, that's the best way to do it. Is to just like because you're take always creating music. Just you like, know what I mean? You take it for ten minutes. Oh my god, dude! Drumbeat, yes, please. Yes, please. You make this. Okay, Let's now do that. Minutes, you pass it. We you can do pass that. It the yes. Oh my god, I would love that. That's what they call an exquisite corpse. That's or, what I do sometimes with drawings. There's also like splice. You can like send files and projects like over the internet. So and, I'm like, thinking there's a side project like, that way if you don't want to like. Yes. So what I'm thinking with this, it services that like that desire in us to to investigate because I I could play ukulele. I could play ukulele. I could play. I mean, so many different things. Jahar. Ukulele. Ukulele. From Hawaii. From Hawaii. Ukulele. And we just and we just collaborate it all. So I just want to plant that seed in your brain. All kinds of songs about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Loading equipment into the van. This, like, it could be anything. Song, and then it's just going to be him rambling on. Yes, oh, yes, I love shit. it. Oh my God. When if you, you just take the audio from yeah, what, that, that's what, what I need to do. I just, my I, brain. I, I just need to record like two times. That's a music you. video. And it's like, your like, song. What's your question on aliens, Tony? Oh and my then, God. And then he's going to go off and then it'll just be you rambling about And that's the whole song. And it's you cutting up those. Oh my God, I would love it. And then like it'll stop. And like you just say something profound, and then <laughs> yes, please, yes. Oh my Every god! Time you pick something out like then that. we can grow the cult I've always been dreaming of. I Let's did, do it. I, I, did, I made a song <laughs> recently with a, one of my one of my friends. He just like came over. We were like trying to record some stuff, and and he ended up just doing this thing where he started like whining. He's like, No, Mama, I don't want to go home. Like I'm gonna stay here and dance. 
and then like I went. It sounds like a good like you know. It was like it was, it was like we like it was actually it was just something in between that like he had said while he was like trying to like write a rap basically, and that was just something he said, and that was what I ended up using. But then the week after I went, it's gold. I went and saw my grandma. Yeah, it's gold in Florida, and my grandma's like you know. 80 years old doesn't have any, any of this and I'm like alright grandma like sit down like I'm gonna have you record some vocals for my song so that I had her like s you know listen to the vocals and I was like alright now like scold him like he's like being like a bad boy scold like, him and I was, I was like you told I was, your like, grandma I was, like, to do this yeah, I love and this I recorded dude it, and I, was, and it was, I love like, that I was, she like, got herself and included I got her in this to say like, like oh, get your I butt home like Get home now! Oh and my then, like, god! I put that in the song, and then it was like, "You think you can dance? Like this is how I dance, and like that's the drop." You had your, gra you had your grandma like, say this in the track. I it's love really this. Crazy. I love this. It's so important to include our friends, family, and yeah, dude. Okay, right now, this can be the birth of it. Right now, right now, dude. Let's get the birth of it. Let's grow it right now. See, this is what's important. The, the closer we can get to intention and action, that's when you're in the natural flow of universe. Like the natural flow of universe. And especially when you can build upon so yeah, something that's already there. <laughs> oh my god, this is great. So this is what you've been working on in the car? Uh, I think I finished this before. Oh my god, here we go. Thank you, Henry D. Horse, for that extraordinary fun fact about film marketing. I think that's hugely important. A lot of times go out, people go out there and they make movies, um, but they're, they're not thinking about the distribution. I've always heard about this. If you're going to make the movie, make sure you got distribution lined up. Well, sometimes some of these distribution companies, they want to see a track record. They want to see what you already did. You know, in this day and age, you can email them a private link, let's say, uh, Vimeo link. Send a private link. This is how... This is how... We got... Uh, the distributor... The distribution company... Uncorked Entertainment... To put out... Legend, Legend of Fall Creek... And then Black Pumpkin. We... Um, we're pretty much done with... Legend of Fall Creek and... What's interesting is... That movie was originally titled Bloody Bobby. And we actually showed it at the 2016, the inaugural Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. We showed it there. That was the Bloody Bobby version. And then as time marched on, <clears throat> um, oh, oh, that's what it was. There, there was, um, oh God, what were they called? The Hook? No, 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 what was it called? What was it called? What was it called? There's a movie... That showed at our film festival, and then we ended up finding out that someone was at our film festival who saw their movie. And so now they were picked up by them. 
and I, I and I learned it was uncorked. So I looked up uncorked. I go, oh my gosh, you know. And so that was the bridge that I used when I contacted the, uh, them. I said hello, uncorked. I'm Kurt Clendenin. I I've, I'm co-creator of the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. And one of your recent movies that you picked up actually screened there at our screening. And we think someone from your place was there in the audience to see it. We also happen to have a feature film that we need distribution for. Would you mind taking a look? And they said, sure we would. Please send us a private screener. So we, we had um, Bloody Bobby uploaded to private screener. And they said, yeah, we like this. Now here are what you have to get for us. See, now that's another step. They call them the deliverables. <clears throat> so now you've got to run around. You've got to get all these, all these little variables, all these little de- deliverables. Uh, deliverables, really. One of them is you have to get um, the music cue sheets. So you got to go through each and every single piece of music that's in there. And you go, okay, from, from one hour, 25 seconds, 0.03, to one hour, 28 seconds, 0.1132. <laughs> this song plays. So you got all that charted out. Then you got to do closed captions. So you got to go through that movie and you got to do the closed captions. That was my job for Bloody Bobby. Um, someone else did that. Chris Ruby, I believe, did that for Black Pumpkin. So, uh, you know, it's like, here are the deliverables, and go! And then you got to provide lots of, like, still shots and stuff, and then they want you to provide any additional material that could be included on the DVD. Well, they were cool enough to put our trailer for each of the movies on each of the trailer, uh, e- trailers for each of the movies on each of the other movies when they released the DVD. So now me saying all this is leading up to the marketing aspect. So then what was cool was Uncorked Entertainment uh, is working with, I think they're called OC Talent. Orange Coast Talent, perhaps? But they... Maybe, um, but they're a, they're a PR place. So about a month before the release, they were getting all these blogs, all these horror film blogs to write about. Which at that point, by the time you know, by the time we got all the deliverables, all that stuff finally together, we also shortly around the corner also had Black Pumpkin. So both of these movies were basically released around the same time. But leading up to, we did Black Pumpkin, we released Black Pumpkin first. And um, 2021, I believe. And so, or 2020, oh my gosh. It's crazy, right? Isn't it crazy how like three years just went. Like a laser gun. I'm imagining laser tag. Or Photon? Did you ever play Photon? So, this this uh, these PR these this press fo- these press folks put out the press release for Black Pumpkin. That was the first one they they promoted, and it was about a month leading up to 
when it was going to get released on iTunes, Amazon, all kinds of different places, which these are still available today. Legend of Fall Creek is the first one. And then Black Pumpkin is the sequel. So, leading up to that, so they were putting them in all the blogs. They were getting this interviews on some podcasts. Um, and then also writing up our interviews on their websites. <clears throat> so it was really, really cool. It was a lot, a lot of fun. If you want to hear those interviews, just type in Legend of Fall Creek interview. And then you will find us in there. So yeah, that was the great thing, having that marketing on our side. Already having the distributor already, already lined up. It's such a big deal. Oh, the, wind, the winds have been going crazy out here. So like whenever the winds start going crazy out here, I start laying things down. If I don't lay them down, it'll lay them down for me. This plant, for instance, tends to go whoop, right off there. This little Buddha too. So it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> the tornado's coming. Time to get in the root cellar. Whoa. Okay. All right. I'm sure you can hear that. Here, let's get over here by the antenna tree so you can get a good. Oh my gosh, it's so awesomely windy. Oh, it's so fresh. Going through the, these leaves like this. Going through the leaves. that audio scape. So that's what that's one of the things that you that you get when you listen to Inspirato Projecto. You get found footage, you get found poetry, poetry in motion. When I would ride these buses to Union Station, or was it Northwest Station? I think it was Union Station. When I was going to Columbia College out there, I'd, I'd ride it from um, where I was living with my dad in Glen Ellen. And they had on the trains all the time, it was called Poetry in Motion. And so I, I had frequently thought about, like, wow, I haven't thought about this memory in so long. Frequently thought about, oh, look, how cool would that be to see my own poetry up there? I was reading a lot of Richard Broadigan at the time. And just the Poetry in Motion on the, on the trains, it was just very inspiring. Oh, let's go back over here. That's one of the things they teach you in fiction writing classes, or also poetry classes, is found poetry. Found poetry. See, I'm using this in a different context in terms of audio, audio poetry. But, you know, found footage. It's that different, different sounds. They evoke different emotions, different ideas, new imaginations. Like, what I'm looking at right now reminds me so much of, like, Fantasy Island. Reminds me so much of Fantasy Island. Yeah, the poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. And so I had a poetry class. I think it was at Columbia College. I think it was Columbia College. Antenna Tree just shook my hand. It's now shaking my hand. Um, one of the things they were talking about is, let's say, those grocery lists when you're walking along. For instance, I documented found poetry. 
on the podcast a few podcasts ago I was walking along and I saw what looked like a some kind of like contract this handwritten contract on a piece of paper um I was just walking along and it went it went right up to me and the date so so it said something like I and then it showed a line I'm going to buy this car as is uh no refunds, any repairs are your own, you know, my name here, and then it showed the signature of them, you know, and then it said, on this date, and then it showed the date, and then there's another blank line for the other person to sign their name, but there are no names signed on this thing. This person was, I think, trying to sell their, um, it was a truck they are trying to sell, and I looked all around in the, in the, cars that were nearby were did not fit this description i was just going to put it in the windshield of these things i ended up throwing it in the trash in hindsight it would have been more of a i'm kind of thinking now i kind of wish i would have put it in a in a you know because it's a fun fun little prank someone comes along they see this thing that's on their car They're like what is this huh it causes another question mark i pass the savings on to them one question mark to me i go oh question mark to me okay let me give someone else a question mark We all need the question marks. We all need the question marks because the answer, trying to find the answer is what, you know, gives us something to look forward to. So found poetry. And so I've translated that to soundscapes as well. Just get, just getting the sounds. Listen to that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you, did you enjoy the previous conversation by the way? I bet you a lot of it was, uh, see, because I didn't even go back and listen to it. I think I've told you I really don't listen. I don't really don't go back and listen to the things that I create on this show. Um, there have been a few occasions, and I'm wondering if I should just leave it as is. Should I just leave the show as is? However, there are those times where, like, I had the conversation with Mark and Tara, and... I didn't have the microphone like right up to their faces. I just had it there. And I trusted that sort of like the echo within the balcony would go, whoa, 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 you know, and kind of like make the sound kind of come back to the microphone, so to speak. What I did was I brought that original audio into Sound Booth and then I, I think I, I'm, I'm trying to learn this stuff. You know, I just looked up this preset. There was two, two different ones. One was, all sound at the same volume. There's that one. Then there's another one that said, make as loud as possible or something. It's like it boosted all the levels to then sort of even them out, I guess. I can't remember which one of those things I used. I remember I tried both of them at some point and it just sounded strange. So, so anyway, I used one of those kinds of things to help boost up the sound and um, I don't know I don't know if I'm going to do that anymore who knows who knows I don't know what this is what this is like to hear this podcast inside of a car or you know you have to turn up the volume however what if either you got to lean in closer let's say for instance if your device does not go up any higher and I interview someone and they're kind of quiet. I know sometimes I interview people in these bars. I'm just going to let 
you choose to do what you want with that audio. It's archived. I think that's the most important thing. It's all archived. So, um, I'm about to respond to an email from Fearlessly Phoenixing, just chock full of synchronicities, as one might expect. Chock full of synchronicities. Um, actually, bring about a. I got to talk about a synchronicity. There was, there was this uh, conversation that Dolores Cannon was having about um, these the the various extraterrestrials she's come across. She talked about the greys, you know, the Zeta Zeta reticulans, the little ones that people usually see that are around their bed. They kind of take them off to um, to be abducted or whatever. It's usually the little one, little greys, but then there are the taller greys. Taller greys are usually the ones who are there at the um, what do they call them? Medicine beds? Is that what they call them? Med bed. The the sort of pod bed. Those taller ones are there, but then she talks about there are round, rounded face ones. But then she talked about this. There's this kind called the nurse, and the nurse. She said the nurse is sort of a liaison between the two in some way. She says some people wake up and they see the nurse, what looks like the nurse. Not that it's necessarily dressed like a nurse, because that that's. I mean, wouldn't that be funny though, seeing an extraterrestrial dressed like a nurse, like one of those like. Old time, old time nurses, where they had like the little hat on their heads, like the um, it's like a square, wasn't it? Isn't it interesting when you think about these different professions? Ever since I was a kid, I've always been curious about social constructs. I think I was talking about this in a past episode. When you see stuff and you question, you go, hmm. And, like, why is that necessary that these people wear these hats this way? Like, when you see these marching uh, British uh, guards of the Queen, there's this whole ceremony, there's this whole thing that's going on, and they're wearing these big fuzzy Q-tip hats. Who decided that was a good idea? Was this a, a test in patient, a, a test in hilarity with these platoons? Did they call them that back then? Was it a test in hilarity? Like, okay, if you can, if you can look at each other with these funny hats on and you cannot laugh, you can handle anything. Because laughing, really, if you think about it, that's a very weak. You think that'd be a very weak thing. That's why I think if they just uh, did tickle torture in places instead of these horrible, horrible other things you hear about. Not even going to mention unmentionables. Tickle torture. Just tickle them. Nobody wants to wet their pants. Nobody wants to be embarrassed in front of each other. I think that's one of the big things. Like, nobody really wants to be embarrassed in front of each other. Or, or at least from my experience growing up, in front of, you know, pretty girls or girls that I'm attracted to. Like, you don't want to do something embarrassing in front of them. So maybe, you know... You catch these folks and you maybe you feed them some X-lax and you're like, look, I'm going to tickle you. If you don't tell me the answers, you're either going to crap in your pants or you're going to wet your pants because you're going to laugh so hard. You cannot, you're not going to be able to control yourself. So unless you want to be, you know, and I bet you that alone might be just enough where a person will go, mm, no, I, I'll give you, I'll tell you everything. Here are the passcodes. 
Here are the passcodes. Here are the email addresses. These are all the phone numbers. I know the secret codes. Here they are. Please, just no more tickling. Please. 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 And they got to do it, like, maybe in a room full of uh, people that they're attracted to, maybe. It just makes it worse. What if the what if the what if you add insult to the injury where the people are like making comments about it too, like oh that is so gross I can't believe you're doing that that's disgusting, <laughs> just, just the most base like child kind of reprimanding or, or or like embarrassment like you take them back to that moment and it's just like I don't think they could handle it I just don't think public embarrassment I don't think they would like that. Or it's like, or it's like, it's done maybe in the open, in an open area. See, this is where the, the dark side of my brain comes. Because I'm just like, you know, like in the olden days, like you'd see in the olden days, like that guy, you know, broke into the bank and he stole the safe and he killed all, he killed all these people. We're going to hang this guy. And they do that out in the town square. Terrible, terrible. What if this thing was something like, look, you're going to have to tell us your you're gonna have to tell us secret information, or we're gonna, oh, we're gonna do something so bad that you're just not gonna like. And what do they do? The walls come down, and it turns out they're on a stage, on a in a po. There's a podium. There's a microphone. There's a crowd of people, and this person is is like, oh no, you know, oh no, I'm, I might crap in my pants in front of these people. Oh no, I'm attracted to all these people. Oh no. Oh no. So that would be I think the gentle approach. Is that the, is that the gentle approach? I don't know. It seems to contain all the ingredients that one would pack into uh a torture session. Um so that's my two cents. So I want to let you know right now, if you hear about the tickle torture method being leaked out into the news, I had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with that because I don't know who's listening right now. I don't know who's listening to me as I'm recording this. And then, and then, and then of course, you right now, you, 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 the second person who hears this. Am I truly the first person who hears this if it's just flowing through me and I'm not really listening to what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm considering my words. I feel like I'm forming my concepts productively. However, there's that aspect of, did I really listen to myself? Or am I just channeling information? Is each of these podcasts just a channeling session? Is that what it is? Should I just chalk it up to that from now on? So when I say you're listening to the CEC channel in Sprato Projecto, <laughs> it gives it a whole new meaning. You're listening to CEC channel. I kind of like the CEC because I'm like, what's the CEC? You're listening to the CEC channel in Sperato Projecto. See, so I'm like channeling in Sperato Projecto. <laughs> It's under that umbrella. It's cleverly looped in there. So there's a lot of subliminal, subliminality, subliminality going on out there in the world. 
for uh, various intentions, usually advertisement things, just other mind control situations. Why not use it for good? Why not use it for good? Use the channel for good. Yeah, put out, you, you know, you put out good vibes. Keep passing them on. With that intention, moving that forward, keeping that momentum moving, keeping that conscious, that stream of conscious flowing, keep that train of thought going. Uh, keep that kite a-flying. I mean, goodness. And it doesn't take much. That's another, that's another myth that's floating around out there is that it takes a whole lot of hustling, a whole lot of bustling, a whole lot of strong arming, a whole lot of us versus them, a whole lot of lack of abundance, a whole lot of let me squash you so I could go do what I need to do. There's a lot of those, as one might say, a misnomer. Misnomers. Hello, misnomer. Are you here? Are you present? Misnomer. Hello, are you here? Still, misnomer. Misnomer. Hello there, darling. Hello there. You've been waiting quite a while. Misnomer. Hello. So, the struggle and the hustle really is only as, as much as we're believing it to be. I mean, if we're really going to break it down, psychologically speaking, break it on down. Break it on down, down, down. Break it on down, 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 down. So the... You know, if it's it's a it's a case of using the elements that are already there. If we dial back the hands of like I'm looking at the wind that's flowing through the trees right here, and someone goes, "Huh," you know, and then they, let's say they invent electricity and they go, "Oh, how do I keep that crank going?" Well, the wind is moving things. Hmm, I wonder if I could get that wind to work. It's already there. It's an element that's already going. I'm right here on the the beach, right here on the coast. The wind is flowing. Good times are flowing. Wind is blowing, good times are flowing. I see what it's showing me. It's zooming. As, as uh, the amazing Zing says, zing, zang, zoom. It is zing, zang, zooming. So someone saw that and they said, how do I get the, how do I get the wind to work in my favor? And they built, and then they get the windmill. And that generates power. It gets things rocking and rolling. And then what do they look at too? The water. That's another element. Isn't that interesting? The elements. Air, nature. Uh, water. So then they look at the streams and they say, ooh, that's powerful. Huh. I wonder if I could do like a water fan. That's, that's what a windmill is. If you think about it, it's like a water fan. It's a water fan. They're both being propelled by the element. They're both being propelled by the elemental. That might be a neat name for something. Special elemental. Or the elemental special. 
See, there's already a TV show out now called Elemental. So now they would think I'm talking about Marvel. I mean, it will be marvelous. Elemental special. So they used the Elemental special. They whipped up the windmill and then that started cranking things. So I think that's a symbolic representation to us of, of the universe just going, look, what am I giving you right now and what can you do with it? What can you build upon with momentum? It's just building upon, look at, as I'm talking about this, the more passionate I am, the more windy it's getting. Amazing, amazing. I've already seen three airplanes come in for a landing and I haven't heard them, but I heard this one that's flying overhead. You might've heard him in the background. I'm seeing the ravens again, off, oft in the distance, oft in the distance. Oft in the distance. How good do you think their hearing is? Um, that must be so much fun for birds. Just to have the wind to fly around in. Look at that. Just letting it carry you along. There it goes. Just carrying you along. There goes another one, tiny one, hummingbird, just carrying you along. So, yes, I'm going to reply to this email from Fearless, Fearlessly Phoenixing. And it looks very intriguing. Uh, these very synchronicities. Are there things in my show, in the show, if you want to call it a show, called educational programming I'd feel so honored I'd be so honored um, are there times when I'm discussing things I'm talking about things and then it goes bing 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 to you and you go holy moly that is his, his synchronicity is a synchronicity I had or wow that's something I was just talking about the thing he just brought up is something I was just talking about and now here he's talking about it See, I think that's something to pay attention to, don't you? Can you do me a favor? Send me an email to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Send me, send me an email. I don't know how windy this is out here, so I don't know if it's... Send me an email, please, to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. If any of this resonates with you, you can also send a message, which I'm going to play next, actually. This is, a, this is a crazy message that was left on the voicemail Leave it on the voicemail, 561-203-9179-er, 561-203-9179, call it up, leave a message on there, leave a message. Have you experienced synchronicities that relate to this podcast? I think that's, that's a good question to go down the rabbit hole on. Hey, Kurt. Uh, so I'm washing my car in the driveway and Freddie comes up. Freddie's the mailman. I've known Freddie for years and we've just always talked and kept it light and he's a cool dude. He's like the coolest dude you could ever know, right? And we're just talking and he's like, oh yeah, not doing much. He's whatever. He's going out with people and all that stuff. He's like, you know, I went, he's like, I went to the, to the, uh, the canyon. Or is that, yeah, it's called the Canyon in Santa Clarita the other week. 
And I was like, oh, I've been to the canyon. I was at the canyon at Algora. And he's like, yeah, I saw this amazing band called Yachtly Crew. And I was like, oh, I know them. I saw Yachtly Crew at the at the canyon in Agura. He's all, they were off the chain, yo. He's, he's a little younger, so he uses some of that, you know, kind of vernacular. So I said, well, I know the keyboard player. His name's Kurt. And he's like, oh, man, they were great. And he was, he's all, <laughs> so he had a great time that night. He was with friends. And he's all, man, I'd do it. I, I was a great night, and I woke up the next morning. The only reason, actually, I didn't wake up the next morning. We kept going all night long, and we didn't stop until 5 a.m. because they ran, we ran out of alcohol. And he, he's all, and I blew 700 bucks. And I was like, but it was worth it, right? He's all, fuck yeah. And I was like, goddamn right. So he had an amazing time, and you know, he's coming off a divorce and everything, and I think the implication was is that your Yachtly Crew show got him laid. So, well done. Okay. Bye. Kurt, it is Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. And I just wanted to thank you so very much for agreeing to be a moderator on that gigantic Facebook group for podcasters. Podcast promotion community. Those three terms are so essential. It's a group of podcasters that are creating a promotion space and a community so that all of Facebook can see our posts. The whole idea is to get everybody's shows more visibility. And Kurt, I know you are so busy and I appreciate any energy you put over there. I just wanted to give a shout out, a message here to invite your listeners. If anybody is interested in joining, they are welcome. Podcast creators, listeners, so that you can interact with podcasters if you're thinking about starting a podcast or if you just like to listen. Also, interviewees are in there from around the world. It's amazing. Wow, those those are great. First of all, I want to thank Mickey Dolins for opening up the uh, this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you, Craig Spivak, comedian extraordinaire who I met on a subway on my way to Lawrence August's house to do some jamming that day. And I saw Craig Spivak. Um, I love hearing stories like this, Craig. You know, every time we talk about the synchronicities that occur, occur in your life and occur in my life, I just love those synchronicities so much, man. And the fact that this ties in Yachtly Crew and the fact that your mailman knew about Yachtly Crew just blows my mind. By the way, um, on 317, th- today is 316, 2022. It is 528 in the PM, by the way. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll be leaving. Um, 3.30 in the PM, possibly 4. And uh, in the trailer, in the new with with the with the new trailer, gonna be leaving with Yachtly Crew to um, to 
to go to where, where we got a gig. We got a gig. Where is it? Where is it? I'm going to put this out today. So this way there might still be a chance uh, for you to see any of our two next shows. One of them is in Napa at the Uptown Theater in Napa, March 18th. So we're leaving tomorrow, the 17th. We're driving up. We're driving right up and over into Napa, getting in late into Napa and then sleeping a little bit. Um, and putting on the show, put on the show that night. Um, and then the 19th, we're going to be in Monterey, California. This is the Golden State Theater in Monterey. So if you hear this, if you happen to live in each of these, either of these places, Napa or Monterey, you can go to, uh, yachtlycrew.com or yachtrockband.com. And you can actually chart the progress, if you will. There's also an app called Bands in Town. So I think it gives you alert when one of your favorite bands is uh, has a show going on. And so, yeah, 18th and 19th. So <clears throat> on the 19th, my plan is... Um, I'm going to see... I'm going to see um, if I can meet with Cristo Rapolo from Curse of the Man Who Sees UFOs, that documentary. It's a very good documentary, Curse of the Man Who Sees UFOs. I sent out an email to him, and I'm going to see if I can squeeze in some time there between when we load in, we, we do sound check, and then when we play that evening in Monterey. That's where Cristo lives, out in Monterey, and he's seen UFOs out there. And so I would love it if I could interview him before that show that night. And also if I could get him into the show that night, I'd, be, I'd really love that. So um, I emailed him back, and so we'll see what happens. We see how, either way, I'll be interviewing him for this, for this, for this podcast. Uh, I've been meaning to do this probably for a couple of years now, ever since I knew about that movie. So I've got I've got some some great people just that I I can't wait to uh, plug plug in and um, Andrew is that his name Andrew Sherman let's see let's see, let's see if I can find him Andrew Sherman Andrew is his name Andrew Andrew Sherman. He's um, the son of one of the guys with the Sherman brothers. And um, Herb and Edwin Sherman. Those are the brothers who did all those old time, all those old time um, Disney movies. <coughs> all the music for those. Richard Sherman. No. Anyway. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Sherman. Gosh, I forgot his name. Jeffrey Sherman. Um, Jeffrey Sherman. 
So I plan on interviewing him. Um, there's some various people from TikTok that I've been curious about interviewing here. Uh, there's a woman I came across in TikTok recently who has been uh, ha- had these like tiny houses living on this land. She's financed it herself. She's like the uh, daughter of these creators of these hotels, and she's bought this land and financed this whole thing. And they've watched these people, you know, try to like live in this sort of bartering system lifestyle and it, and I'd love to interview her, interview her about that so anyway 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 we've got some great people to interview um and uh yeah so uh, also thank you Blythe Baines singer songwriter for um closing out the show thank you so much um Craig yeah Dude, I love the synchronicities. I love it. More and more of these people are coming out to the shows. I can't wait to see you at another show. Maria Humphreys. Everybody, please go to the podcast promotion community. Go to the go to the podcast community. Um, you'll meet a lot of other great podcasters in there. And what I can imagine is that there are probably a lot of podcast enthusiasts in there. People love podcasts. They love listening to podcasts. If you get a kick out of this podcast, please pass it on to someone who also loves podcasts and appreciates uh, artistic endeavors and uh, uncommon interviews, etc. and so forth. And uh, thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Oh, oh, oh. This is Blythe Baines, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. It's a face palm, a face palm, a balm of calm, like an napalm bomb. It's a face palm, a face palm, crumbly malm of loamy alms. And how soon do you think you to t- t- do it again? It's a face palm, a face palm, here come alms playing Brahms and prom. And how soon do you think you to t- 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 do it again? And the homes from Guam, Guam's the cable comes. Are the Grom Rom diatoms glom in their moms? It's a face palm, a face palm. The book of psalms and rhymes and rums. And how soon do you think you'll do it again?